Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... A Life's a Pitch double feature. Double feature. Yes. Back into Going back in time. Yes. But not like in the movies, unless we um, forget that it's too hard to do time travel pitches. Yes. Um, uh, but no, we're going back in time to a time uh, before uh, audience interaction. Yes, before <laughs> episode 50. Like, yep. I think we've done it a few times mm-hmm. since... But we're going back to uh, back just to roots. just recording an episode in which we're giving each other titles yep. and helping each other out, uh, mm-hmm. pitching what uh, they think it will be. So we do have a Doctor Who episode uh, coming yeah, up. Yeah, we do. Next week. Next week. We'll have probably recorded it by then, by the time this episode goes out. Yeah. But... If we haven't, get your titles in. Yes. Go to facebook.com <laughs> forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. Looking forward to the uh, the Doctor Who episode with a special guest. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any more interaction we need Not to Not much do. more preamble. We just no. have to give each other a title. Yeah. Uh, do you have one waiting in the wings? or? or... Yeah, I've got one waiting in the wings. Oh, okay, but good. do you have a title as well? I do, yeah. Okay, do you want to flip a coin? Sure. Um, I don't have a coin. No one's got coins on them anymore. Do you want to roll a dice? A roll of dice. Whoever gets the highest oh, gets pitches the highest. first. Right, okay. Three. Three. Oh, four. <laughs> Next one. Four. Six. Ah, you're uh, going first. I'm going first, right. Okay. So, uh, Matt, do you want to give me your title? Yes, Tom. This week's title for you is Dante's Cash in the Attic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So, the first thing I thought was it's going to be peak Dante are you just going to give me Dante's peak the <laughs> Piers the, Brosnan the volcano movie piece of renaissance literature in which uh, uh, Dante describes all the layers of heaven <laughs> <laughs> and they adapted it into a terrible volcano movie starring Piers Brosnan <laughs> yeah or Dante's Inferno <laughs> in which Piers Brosnan goes to hell Remember that one? I don't think Dante. I don't think that's called Pierce Brosnan's called Dante in that movie. <laughs> I'm Dante, and I'm going up this peak. <laughs> Go on, Dante, you can do it. I don't think I can make it. <laughs> oh come on! Here's a power bar. Take it. Mm. Finally, I think I might be able to reach my peak. <laughs> Wonderful peak I, performance. I've. <laughs> I've eaten this amazing power bar. <laughs> but no, it says uh, Dante's it's Cash in the Attic. Dante's Cash in the Attic. Yeah. So I think Piers Brosnan's definitely in this in this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because of the Dante's Peak yeah. link. So Dante, played by Piers Brosnan. Yeah. If you can believe Piers Brosnan <laughs> Play. plays a guy called Dante yeah. ever. He's buying a house. He's buying a house. Okay. Yeah, yeah. he's he's wanting to um to upscale. Mm-hmm. I think that's upsize, upscale. Yeah, I think upsizing, yeah. No. Downsizing is when you... When you go from like a, a, so probably a big house to an works. apartment, right? Yeah. So upsizing is... He's, uh, I'm moving from my, from my London apartment to somewhere outside of London in a big, big suburban house. 
Okay, that sounds good, Dante. <laughs> he says to his he's landlady. Doing, doing, yeah. Yeah. I'm keeping you the present. <laughs> All right, Mrs. Finch. <laughs> um, and so this is like 90s Piers Brosnan. <laughs> like yeah. sort of Taffin era. Yeah. Taffin just before uh, James Bond mm-hmm. kind of era. Miss, Mrs. Doubtfire era. Yeah. Uh, Piers Brosnan. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's this uh, kind of wealthy bachelor businessman mm-hmm. uh, who's just moving out to the suburbs because he's, I'm sick of London life. You know, yep. he just wants to move out. He goes for a few housing mm-hmm. things like, oh, this one's not quite for me. And then he's taken around by this lovely lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think what I'm doing is Bowie. The voice. <laughs> um, this lo- lovely lady. <laughs> this lovely, lovely lady. lady. Um, Hello there. There is, there is like Hello. a, a Venn diagram of here? your impression <laughs> of Piers Brosnan, Bowie. <laughs> There's like a bit... Right in the middle where uh, where they meet, and that's I, what I'm doing, apparently. the person who's supposed to be showing me round this house? <laughs> so, yeah, this lovely lady is showing me round a wonderful... Bowie's playing the lovely lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. D- never comes back in. Never, never comes, comes back into the... <laughs> Into the film. Come on, I'll show you the rest of the house. It'd be one of those films where it's just like, why do they cast David Bowie as this <laughs> like, it, real estate? A, yeah, real estate lady. agent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then never, never addressed it. Um, Come on in, I'll show you the house. <laughs> so, like, this is this is quite cheap. This house. Yes, well, it's a special order, as someone died here. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, someone died here. People, people don't usually do that in houses. No, people usually die on the street with all the traffic we have. Oh, you usually die in the street or in graveyards, I assume. This was this was the nineties before they introduced a speed limit onto roads. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> before this, before this. <laughs> that that fact is dropped, right? <laughs> Before that fact is dropped, all starts, the all the exterior shots have cars just shooting by. Starts with Brosnan turning the <laughs> turning the um, uh, TV on, and the news is like Jeremy Paxman going. There's debate in Parliament today as to whether to introduce speed limits on roads. <laughs> Almost everyone says it's a silly idea. <laughs> We interviewed all of the motoring experts in the world. And they just go, I think it's a stupid idea. It's just a frog with a motor car yeah. going like, beep, beep, stupid idea. Yeah, because if there's any ever a better allegory for gun control, <laughs> it's the fact that cars can go up to however many miles an hour, yep. but they shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> put some regulators on it. Um, yeah, but they actually they, the people they end up asking is just Toad of Toad Hall. Yeah, <laughs> just like it's cuts, just cuts the roving reporter. Some flavour for the world. Yeah, some yeah. flavour for the world. Just, like, I don't think I'll ever bring this back up. Probably not. But just sort of all the exterior shots of cars going a hundred miles an hour <laughs> in a built-up area. <laughs> you can hear them. You just hear a crack. It's quite hard to hear the dialogue. <laughs> because, of, because of all the like all revving the engines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um so it's like, I'll take it. And Bowie like gets a gets a form out and stamps it 
bought <laughs> and then goes outside and like while Piers Brosnan's getting used to the house and I, like I don't think Piers Brosnan is particularly bright in this movie right no because he did he did think that people didn't die in houses and instead died always on roads or in graveyards yeah yeah but in, in graveyards specifically that's where all the dead people are yes right <laughs> People just die there. People just go there to die like elephants. It's, yeah, you, you know. <laughs> it's like, or whales. Yeah. Like, when you like, know you're going to die, you yeah. just take a walk to the graveyard and sit down. Yeah, like a dog going outside. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just just to sort of lay down by themselves. Yeah. Um, it's like that. Yeah. That's, that's how people... <laughs> so we go outside in the car in accidents, or just get... That's, out to the graveyard um, and so he's, he's looking around his house like oh yes this is this is the life I don't have to pay any rent it's all for me I just pay my house and in the background out the window Bowie's setting the for sale sign on fire because it's not needed anymore yeah, yeah. so there's just that happening yep. in the background that's Dante's Inferno now yeah <laughs> that is Dante's Inferno and so he is like I've not seen the attic. And he pulls down the ladder, cash everywhere. Okay. Like like rolled up pound notes. One pound notes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the nineties. Yeah. It's when they had one pound notes. <laughs> I remember I remember clearly. Yeah, don't you all remember them clearly? One pound notes. Yep. One pound notes back in the day. <laughs> the nineties. Didn't even have a number before the pound symbol. Pound it's just, notes. just pound. Yeah, it just says pound. Yeah. <laughs> it just says pound across the middle. Yeah. Uh, and then it's just got the queen. Two thumbs up. <laughs> one thumb up. One thumb up. One thumb up to, to recognise <laughs> that it's one pound. Yeah. Yeah, that would be for the two pound note. The, yeah. The two thumbs up. <laughs> so, he's like, fucking hell. Well, flipping heck. Sorry. Because yeah. you can't swear because it's, it's PG, the 90s PG as well. 13. PG. It's yeah. just PG, PG man. There, no, they haven't invented PG. They haven't invented 12A yet because Spider-Man's not come out yet. Yeah. Yeah, this is a PG, so it's a flipping heck. Look at all this cash. Um, and he starts spending it. Mm. Or on on like all the furniture he's got, he's getting all the best furniture, mm-hmm. um, and like getting a massive massive TV. I mean, this isn't flat screen. This is like no, it's a, it's a massive CRT TV. What it is is sixteen TVs stacked up <laughs> on top of each other, <laughs> like in like in um, uh, Watchmen. Yes. Where there's like a, ba- a huge bank where uh, Ozymandias has got like a huge bank of TVs like yeah. uh, all like yeah, yeah. You, next you, to each other. Uh, or uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah. Where he's got all those TVs making one big TV. <laughs> yeah. And it just looks like just a grid format of television. <laughs> That's how he's watching his action movies because he loves action movies. Oh, and in um, The Witches of Eastwick. Um, Jack Nicholson's mansion has has a TV wall that's made of TVs. Yeah. Oh wow! So that's not even like that's not even a joke bit. Yeah, that's just what TVs were like that's in big TVs houses like, back then. Yeah. yeah, that was seen as luxury having loads <laughs> of TVs stacked on top of each other playing the same thing. Yeah, wow. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, he's getting this big sports car driving around at 500 miles an hour around the streets of London <laughs> yeah, there's no speed because limit. there's no speed limit. And uh, meanwhile, he's been watched. Oh, okay. Uh, we cut away to what? 
to um, a man, a mysterious figure mm-hmm. in a trench coat, sunglasses, hat, looking at his house. Okay. And he keeps, like, Piers Brown keeps seeing this guy everywhere. Yeah. And, like, at night, yeah, this really tall man is sort of, like, outside his house. Yeah. It gets to the point where Piers Brosnan is, What are you doing outside my house? What I'm doing outside your house is none of your business. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Maybe I could, because I've got, I've got the clip. I've got, the, I've got the clip ready to go. And then Piers Brosnan says, Well, as long as I'm living here, it is my business. <laughs> And then the mysterious stranger says... No, it's, it's got to be Piers Brosnan that says... They're both... Tom, this is the spoiler. They're oh, both yeah. Piers Brosnan. Okay, right. So, Piers Brosnan says, What are you doing here? What are you, what are you doing outside my house? What I'm doing outside of your house has no, is none of your business. Well, when I'm living here, it is, it is my business. And then the mysterious man outside says... Then maybe you shouldn't be living here! <laughs> That's cut down from this. Then maybe you shouldn't be living here! Cut <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he says that. Well, well when, he's, when he does the long version of it, yeah. there's a car driving by, pressing a horn. <laughs> uh, that makes it go on for a little bit longer. Um, so, it was like... Who are you? What what do you want with me? And and the guy comes up, takes the glasses off, and it's Piers Brosnan. It's Piers Brosnan also. Like, I'm your twin brother, Piers, <laughs> and I've got connections to the mob. This used to be my house. I didn't die here. I just used it to hide money in the attic. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> So Piers Brosnan originally, yeah. not called Dante. It's, yeah. his, it's his twin brother. It's his hidden twin brother. That's called Dante. Mm. I'm Dante, and that's my cash in your attic. <laughs> okay. I was hiding it from the mob, and now they're, they're on to me. They think, they think that I'm spending their money. So we've got to go down to the old brick wall, the pub, where we've got to talk to some East London gangsters. <laughs> okay. So they go down to the old brick wall mm-hmm. where Mark Strong yeah. is there. Uh, and the old brick wall, um, uh, so Dante, yeah. the, the new brother, takes Pierce Brosnan down to this, this alleyway and he yeah. thinks, oh, fuck, you're going to kill me here, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. And, and he's like, what do you mean? He's like, you've just walked me into an empty alley. <laughs> and, uh, and, he, and he goes, don't be stupid. And he he knocks on on, on a um, brick wall on a brick wall and just <laughs> the bit bricks tumble outward <laughs> and they're behind the bar which is just in the in this area of not loose brick yeah yeah is Mark Strong <laughs> stood going, there what do you what do you two want <laughs> <laughs> well you know me I'm Dante this is my twin brother. Uh, my twin brother's been spending all this money. <laughs> all of your money. It's like Mark Strong's like, oh, really? What are you going to do about it? That's my money. 
and I'll break your legs if you can't get me my money back. I was like, well, I've spent it. I've spent it now. On a, on a, on a car that can go 500 miles an hour. <laughs> It's like if you can't if you can't give me my money back, I'm gonna have to shoot you in the face. So I was like, well, I can't, I can't get the money back. It's impossible. I'm a businessman. What do you want me to do? Find more cash in my attic? <laughs> yeah, preferably. <laughs> um, and so, like, uh, Mark Strong gets his luger out. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I specified the gun, <laughs> but he gets this. I just got this image of Mark Strong of a Luger yeah. pointing at Piers Brosnan, and he just sprints off into his car. Yeah, Mark Strong goes, "Get him, boys!" And then like all these, everyone who's played an East London gangster is Ever, in, yeah. in this movie. Like yeah. they charge out. Yep, yeah. they're in this. Um, the the Brosnans are in this 500 mile an hour car yeah. going through London, and the majority of the film is just this car chase. Yeah, um, and and like and uh, you've got Luger Fierigno, um <laughs> shooting his gun, and <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it the bullet is like racing with <laughs> racing with the, the car. car. Yeah, like, how, how fast are you going? <laughs> Not fast enough. And then <laughs> yeah. And then um, they swerve off of London Bridge mm-hmm. into the Thames. Yeah. And all the gangsters on London Bridge go, go, oh, he's dead, he's dead. And then the car's, like, filling it with water. Yeah. And it's like, well, I've got a special, special car. This is why it cost <laughs> me five car. billion pounds. Yeah. And it turns into the submarine car from, from James, James Bond. Bond yeah. Um, which is how he got the role. For right, James Bond in Goldeneye, yeah, yeah, yeah. they saw him in Dante's Cash Dante's in the Attic. Cash in the Attic. Um, I'm, I'm guessing at this point Dante is with him because either he's like, you know, he's been put under the gun by um, the mob, yeah, because he's failed yeah, to yeah. keep this money safe, yeah, or rather maybe that he's um, he's discovered that they set him up. The reason he they thought he'd yeah. died is because he because he had to lay low because he'd been seen by the police. Yeah, and then he finds out maybe he finds out later in the, in the movie that the mob set him up to be to be caught so that they could take the money. Yeah, well, and then so we cut to a um, sort of Indiana Jones like uh, red line going across a map. Yeah, from they London, just, they just submarine all the way. Yeah, they submarine all the way to. Um, the Bahamas. Okay. Cut to two Piers Brosnans on on the beach in Hawaiian shirts drinking cocktails <laughs> out of a coconut. Okay. Just like, ah, oh, well, we had a wonderful time, didn't we? <laughs> nothing happened in this movie. <laughs> Suddenly... <laughs> suddenly like, they've been there for a few months yeah. they're just chilling out laying yeah. low trying to just sort of escape the mob it's like I wish I'd sold my house I could have done with more money because um, that's what he wants just more money always more money more he's money. a greedy man but it's like be careful what you wish for because right. it could be could link you to the mob yeah it could link you to the mob <laughs> suddenly out of the water comes Mark Strong covered in seaweed <laughs> he just walks <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> not only do um no, <laughs> not only do, there's no speed limit. Yeah, planes don't exist. <laughs> you, you, get, you have he to walk everywhere. One. He doesn't need he one. He doesn't need one. Yeah. 
Um, He's in the mob. He looks like uh, one of the pirates from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah, he's, he's just covered in seaweed. All his face is rotten away. He's like, "Where's my money? We spent it, didn't we?" And then Mark Strong gets really angry and explodes. <laughs> You think something bad's going to happen, but no. <laughs> and just blows up. I forgot how hard it was just pitching a movie by myself. <laughs> just unhinged things happening in a row. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Dante's cash in the attic. <laughs> yeah. 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 We've only got so long an episode. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, right, I've got to wrap this up. <laughs> So there we are, Dante's Cash in the Attic. Yeah. So, Matt, your title is A Wonderful Bloke. A Wonderful Bloke? Yeah. It's a wonderful bloke. That's... Yeah. I was kind of thinking, like, a simple man, a tortured soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, wonderful yeah, yeah, yeah. bloke. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life, um, yeah. Okay, so I think this is um, about the pursuit of per- perfection. Okay. I think that this is a... A person, we're going to go with, who who has that, who's got that dog in him, right? Who's got that kind of... Uh, who's got a dog in him? Who's got that dog in him, you know? Dog? Like, that dog in him. <laughs> he, just, he just said it with more I syllables. I got that dog in me. <laughs> um, a sort of a sort of drive. Uh, who's... I was going to say Harrison Ford, but I don't think Harrison Ford has he's any never drive. Had, he's never he's had, never had, had any drive. drive. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we're going to go with Danny DeVito on this. Okay, right. right? Danny DeVito... He's running a, a like a pierogi stand or something in in New York. Okay, right, and he decides one day yeah. that he's going to do a test, family test, a family tree genetics test type thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, the um, <clears throat> oh, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, yeah, the one where you send your blood sample off and they yeah. go like, oh, you're two percent Native American, exactly, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Um, so. He's 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 doing this, you know. He is he is talking to friends around around town, mm-hmm. and um, they are all they like. You know, he's he's got a good place yeah. here, right? Like he's, he's he knows everyone who comes past. He's got mm. this good community going on, and they're all talking about like where they're from, where mm. their family's from, right? All that sort of thing. Yeah. And and Danny DeVito's like, um, I don't really know where I'm from. <laughs> No one, no one does with Danny DeVito. No one knows where he's from at all. I, I'm an orphan. Yeah. I'm, I'm a New York orphan. Yeah. And uh, I really don't know where I'm from. Mm. Um, I, I'm going to do one of these tests. Yeah. Uh, and so he, he, he decides to do this test. Mm. Comes back absolutely, 100%, definitely from London. <laughs> Okay. All of him. Yeah, yeah, all of him. All of him just, from London. It just comes back, like, you'd you think there'd be a list of things. Yes, yeah, no. No, he just says... Usually it's like, like, one and a half percent Jamaican, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Just, just put this put this CD on, and it says, maybe it's because you're a Londoner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You love London town. Um, and so he decides to, um, to go home, basically. He decides yeah. to go to london i've had a calling i'm going back to london it's, it's but you've never been to london I, my family is from london everyone in my life is from london yeah um and so he he decides to 
um, go pack up his pierogi stand. Yeah. Right, and wheel it all the way to London. But what is pierogi? I don't know. It's it's like a little little uh, pastry type things. Okay. So so your world is it the same world from Dante's Cash in the Attic? Is it <laughs> is it a world where there's no planes? It's like a dumpling, uh, a pierogi. Okay. Because he's just packing his pierogi stand and, and walking to London from New York. No, he he gets on a plane. Yeah. He oh. just he just rolls he rolls the rolls the sta- he rolls the pierogi stand down yeah. it. Yeah, uh, he's okay. got wheels. Yes. Um, and he's not going anywhere without it. Getting off the, off his the whole plane life. down the steps. He's yeah. just tapping it down. <laughs> yeah. He sold a bunch of it on on the plane. Anyway, he goes. He's walking around town. He goes to a. Uh, a museum, okay. right? Uh, of of like London things, right? Yeah. What uh, does he see in this museum, Matt? He sees uh, this history of London, like the founders of London, foundation yeah, yeah. of London, all the good things that have happened there, all the best uh, philanthropists and uh, like the 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 saint of London, basically, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Who is called. Johnny Johnny Goodfeller of London. Johnny Goodfeller of yeah, London. Yeah, right. he saved the town after uh, during the fire of London. Yeah, and uh, a load of other things beside. He set up the first orphanages, all that sort of thing. Yeah. And when he looks into this painting of Johnny Goodfeller of London, <laughs> it's, just, it's just Danny DeVito. It's just Danny DeVito. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he looks like to his family, his, like the, this 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 family tree that they have, like of Johnny Goodfeller of London. Yeah, yeah. And it's like. All just pictures of Danny DeVito. <laughs> Looks just like me. <laughs> I must be a good fellow of London. Yeah. And uh, I, I like how we could also have, like, these were the first Stone Age settlers in London. <laughs> London. And there's just, like, a bunch of Danny DeVitos yeah. that have been, like, taxidermied. And like. it's, <laughs> it's a taxidermied, taxidermied Stone Age man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just mo- like big, big models of <laughs> models Stone Age men. It looks like they're taxidermied, kind of, doesn't it? They often put them near taxidermied yeah, stuff, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, so so he's there, um, and it's like uh, every, like Shakespeare says of a go- the good fellows of London, yeah, like. Yeah. On the whole, a wonderful bloke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought you were going to say, like, there's a painting of Shakespeare and it's just Danny DeVito <laughs> with a rough on. There is, there is a Danny DeVito with a rough on. Yeah, of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, so so anyway, Danny DeVito's like, it's, it's my calling to be a wonderful bloke. <laughs> I gotta be a wonderful bloke. <laughs> um, so he, he starts, like, trying to... He's like, ah, but... Yeah, these are all, and I, I don't. Know, I think this is where he meets his side, like his kind of like side character, someone to go yeah. along with him. Uh, in, in the um... does does he become like a rich, successful philanthropist in in London? Um, he tries, yeah, but he realizes that to become a rich, successful philanthropist in London, he has to take money from people. Yes, right. So he starts like applying this mindset of like growing his pierogi business or whatever, mm. like uh, uh, taking on the market. You've got to get money if you're going to give money away. Yeah. Um, and uh, he he realizes that he's like th- that's hurting people. It's putting other people out of business. Like yeah, it's, yeah. He he and he's like I can't be a wonderful bloke if I'm if I'm putting 
taking people's jobs. Yeah, exactly. Putting so, people out of business. Uh, and so he starts go, goes down another tack, and he's like, he he he's uses the money he's got, and he like he's like, this isn't right. I need to get more more wonderful. I need to get more wonderful. So he he like climbs. I need to get more wonderful. <laughs> yeah, that's the catchphrase. He, he yeah. like he climbs to um uh the top of. Uh, shard. The shard, where there is a um, a monastery, a, a, a Buddhist monastery. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and he says, "I need your help." You know, the 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 shard being like a a, a symbol for like excess and yeah. capitalism. At the top of it, ironically, a Buddhist mon- monastery. Yeah. No, that's like the Buddhist monastery is on Hemman Hill. Oh um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the only natural place in London. <laughs> the last remaining green space in London. <laughs> yeah, Henman Hill, yeah. the magical Henman Hill. Um, it's either Henman Hill or Hampstead Heath, so you can choose yeah. Henman Hill. Yeah, Henman Hill, because Hampstead Heath is actually a park, yeah. uh, like a publicly accessible yeah. park. <laughs> Henman Hill, you have to have tickets to get to, apparently. <laughs> When I went to Wimbledon the other yeah. week, I was disappointed to find out it's that it wasn't really open weird. to the public. It's yeah. really weird that because you like you think of Hemman Hill as a place that people who don't have tickets yeah. go and sit. Yeah. Um But you need tickets to sit on the grass outside <laughs> of the stadium to watch the show on TV. London's so fucked. Yeah. Um anyway, yeah. So he's like, I gotta be more more not, wonderful. Not fucked, Matt. Magical. London's so magical. Mm. Henman Hill is a wonderful place you know, that I am yet been. to be to. Yeah. That I am yet to go to. Uh, you haven't been. Um, so he's he, he's like, I gotta get more, more wonderful. I need to get more wonderful. Yeah. Um, so like he he um, uh, like strips off naked in the in the Buddhist monastery <laughs> because you because because that's that's part of the process of becoming more wonderful because he finds out. <laughs> And he spends he spends like a year naked in the Buddhist naked monastery. in the monastery at the top of the gherkin. <laughs> the gherkin. <laughs> this building's changed. Wait, what did you say? The shard. The shard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he he spends because because the, the gherkin's like a, a tr- shrine to war anyway. Is it? Isn't it like where like military intelligence are? I've no idea. I think Gherkin's got some. It's some... where Alan Sugar lives. Yeah, Gherkin. I think it's got some military intelligence in it as well. <laughs> well, Alan Sugar lives there. Mm. Lives uh, right at the top. He lives right at the top of it. Um, <laughs> if the apprentice is to be believed. Yep. Uh, anyway, top of the shard. Mm-hmm. This this um uh like he's, he strips off naked, um, and as he meditates mm. in this in this Buddhist monastery. Every now and again, like, see, he's he's getting there. He's getting to the point where he's like mindful and peaceful, and he's starting to starting to understand the training that these the, these monks are sort of like yeah. uh, imparting unto him. And then every now and again, there's just like he'll just there's a there's an air vent coming up to the to the top of the shire, this this monastery. Yeah, and he'll just hear something. This like uh, like uh, no, send him away. Send him to evict him. What? His 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 uh, air vent is going down into um 
in into someone's office. Okay, right. Who's who's yelling about evicting families from their homes and stuff. Okay, right, right. And then Evita's frowning. You know, he's sort of like he's Ooh. trying. He's trying to. He's trying to meditate. And this that, is that doesn't sound very nice and wonderful. <laughs> I want the world to be more wonderful. I want to be a wonderful bloke. And um, uh, and I think. Uh, he he crawls down. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, yeah, no, he's he's getting closer because he's trying to hear what he's saying. Yeah, he's like yeah, yeah. he's trying to give him the, this person the benefit of the doubt. And then does he fall down the air vent? It's, yeah, he does. Um, so the spoilers, he naked does. down yeah. the air vent. He, he he's he's naked. He's he's leaning into this air vent. Yeah. And then he's hearing Keith Allen speak. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, and he he falls down into the air vent and yeah. kind of gets lodged in there. Yeah. Um, and and down there is the opposite of the Buddhist monastery. Yeah, yeah. He's constantly subjected to Keith Allen's, um, uh, like, disgusting business habits that yes. he's doing. He's a landlord. Yeah, yeah. And he's, and he's uh, like, one of these corporate landlords. He's managing uh, ownership of, of, of some overseas, um, like, uh, land ownership business. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't care how many people he hurts. But basically, every rule you could break, he's done it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 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 Danny for, DeVito's just for like, the for the benefit of more money. And Danny DeVito is just gritting his teeth. He's like, yeah. "That's not very wonderful at all." <laughs> <laughs> I think the wonderful thing to do is to get out of here and, uh, 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 and, 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 and go and change something. Does he throw him off a bridge? <laughs> <laughs> a bridge? A bridge. So, so well, he can't get out. He's stuck, right? Yeah. And slowly, like, dust starts accumulating around him. Yeah. And, like, there's rats. <laughs> oh, my God. And... He's still stuck in the vent. <laughs> yeah, oh, my he's God. still stuck in the vent. So he's, like, bits and bobs are kind of accumulating around him in this air vent. Yeah. And... Uh, eventually, is it's not until he's like withered away, small enough, yeah, um, that like he ever tries. It's a week <laughs> it's, later, it's two weeks later, away. yeah, two weeks later, he, um, you know, he's 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 eaten scraps of dust and 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 particles, but he's getting thinner, and he's he's like <laughs> just to slide down to the bottom <laughs> of the vent, slides down to the bottom of the vent, and crawls out covered in dust and rats. Yeah, this <laughs> this vent that links the Buddhist monastery to the landlord service, <laughs> the landlord department, the yeah. landlord department at the shard. <laughs> yep. Right, uh, and he just goes on a bit of a rampage, basically. Yeah. Um, but he's not like murdering. Or anything. Mm. He's just like stapling the wrong forms together. <laughs> Keith oh, Allen isn't right. in there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He's just running around and he's just like uh, mixing, shuffling papers, yeah. stapling them, and then sending them then all wrong, putting them in an envelope, and then sending them. And then, and then because they think Keith Allen's done this, yeah. Keith Allen gets sacked he's, by the board. Exactly. And then someone replaces him who does a better job. Yeah, he realizes that. He's small enough to fit through these vents, and he's um, he's covered in dust and rats, so people don't notice him. Um, <laughs> what? If I saw a thin Danny DeVito covered in dust and rats running around the shard, I'd notice something. No, you wouldn't. A man who hasn't eaten or showered for more than two weeks. No, you wouldn't. Naked. You would. You would. You would, it would shh, it's London. It would. You're never, you're, you're like never more than five feet from a rat in London, Tom. <laughs> you're never more than five feet from a naked dino in London. <laughs> Covered in rats and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, so people just don't notice. Yeah. 
Um, so he's crawling along the subway station floors, making his way around London, mm. and um, uh, and basically like ruining things in London. And then he like sees a, a, an article about Wall Street, Occupy Wall Street, and okay. stuff, and how that's wow. all going. All right. And he's just like, "Hang on, what am I doing here?" I need to be wonderful somewhere I else. I need to be a wonderful bloke in the place that it really matters. New York City. <laughs> that's basically, that's it. He goes it's basically back. all we. The, the end of the movie yeah. is him standing naked and covered in rats on the deck of a ship as he approaches, like, you know, Coney Island. <laughs> he, sees, he sees the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Give me your huddled masses. <laughs> I am your huddled masses. <laughs> Rat masses of rats. <laughs> I am your weak and your poor. I thought, I thought, because he got. Keith Allen kicked out of his job. Yeah. Keith Allen was going to stand on like London Bridge mm. and like try to jump. Yeah. And Danny DeVito, covered in rats and dust, was going to talk him down and be like, I am a wonderful bloke. I can save people. I think, um, yeah, I think, I think he does, he does that. Yeah, You're yeah. Right. And, and then goes back to New York. You're right. He does that. Um, but he doesn't say, I am a wonderful bloke, though. No. Um, Keith, Keith like, Allen You're a says, wonderful You're a wonderful bloke. Because he hasn't noticed that, that he, that, um, uh, that Danny DeVito was the source of his his loss. Exactly. Um, but he's he's made him see what's really important in life. In life is yeah. is is the beauty of um, uh, the light moonlight off um, London's polluted river. <laughs> yes. There we go. A wonderful bloke. A wonderful starring bloke. Danny DeVito. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was really good, Matt. Well done. Thanks, Tom. Well done. Uh, so that was this week's episode. It was. It was yeah. this week's episode. Feels fun to go back to uh, to the original format after trying a new one two weeks ago. It does indeed. Yeah. But yes, so this isn't our regular format. We used to do this back in the day. Uh, we do usually get titles from people on social media. So if you want to give us titles uh, for us to pitch films like we have done today, uh, go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. You can also find us on Twitter as well. We are at Life's a Pitch show there and patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. Matt's going to talk about Patreon in just a few moments, but remember to share this episode if you've listened to it and you've enjoyed it. Share it with your friends. Talk about it to people. If people are still talking about podcasts out there if people ever mention them well you should start yeah well you should you should kick off the conversation by saying have you heard this Life's a Pitch podcast they talked about Piers Brosnan and a car that goes 500 miles an hour and then Mark Strong's head explodes and they'd be like what that sounds terrible I'm gonna listen to that and that's how we'll get more listeners I think yeah, that's the only way we're gonna get more listeners that's the only way we're gonna get more listeners to help keep the podcast going, uh, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash Lives Pitch Podcast, as Tom mentioned. And uh, over there, you can just follow us, but it's, it's a social media like any other. Um, but in this case, you can give us a little bit of money each month. Uh, you can get a vote on the genre yeah, for, for each week. You can even um, get bonus pictures over there uh, that we record every week. And more importantly... You get your name read out on the show. Uh, so we like to thank Spanky Rost Proper Tea. Hmm? No. Why? 
Stephen D. Thomas, Margie's Meaty Moments, available uh, now available at orcsardorks.podbean.com. Fingers to hand, it's a devil sign, isn't it? Is that what you're getting at, Inspector? James Delaney, thou'st crimpable where upon the return of Brother Thomas for impond the under beyond whence upon the mystical galeroir and nubile warblum hapin the boetted landscape a scribbed future analysis of hitherto foreseeing beyond the megabus. Your fifty-fourth favourite mysterious benefactor. Yeah, it's the Satanism symbol. Satanists use it. Rebecca, I stood on Tom's skateboard once and then immediately fell off. Tom told me I did good, but I'm beginning to suspect that. I wish that meat would rain from the sky. Help me out, Jeannie. Brent Black, I assume you've you've seen a hapless student doing that. Once murmured as before vodka mat and treating upon a plutonian shore on the morrow most dying ember betwixt the floor tapping upon the oaken chamber door until the end of this Patreon name perched, sat, considered a bird nevermore. Joseph Hegarty, why? Is it meant to mean something? The festive serial dragon and family. However little known the feelings of or views of such a man may be on his first entering a neighbourhood. My partner loves the size of my accretion disc. I, a mythological wish-granting type lad, hereby bestow this Patreon list with three wishes. I shall grant the first three wishes read out from this list. I am, of course, going to be tricksy about it. Alex Keane. <laughs> Who did you see doing that? That was Kyle. He's a guy from the course. He's an idiot. Hark, the herald angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. Anybody want to go for a climb? Zoe, you urchin, listen to the Lives of President podcast at tinyurl.com forward slash Lives of President or just search it on Spotify and look at my lovely cover art. I wish that Marley was spelt M-A-L-I-U so you and I could be together. Okay, magische Geist, lasst euch der Mal ein bisschen ausdrücken. Ich wünsche der Rock würde live seinen Pitch als Gastmoderator. Is is how that goes? Ah, very interesting. (laughs) It's a lot of of nonsense, isn't it? (laughs) A lot of nonsense. Thank you to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. And we usually end the show with uh, the Yes Very Clever Awards. Um, Yeah, uh, and that comes from uh, me. Yeah. Um, And it's uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Sex. Until next week, I'm Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it. Bye.